Welcome back to the Aspire Pre-Med Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. V. For those of you who are new listeners, the Aspire Pre-Med Podcast is here to bring you inspiration and practical insights on the road to med school. We cover a wide variety of topics together, from exposure to different medical specialties to specific considerations for applying to med school, you know, things like the personal statement and letters of recommendation, Take a look at some of our prior episodes and you'll be likely to find something that you can personally connect to. Also, stay tuned to the end of today's episode for an important reminder. In the meantime, right now, I'm excited to kick off this week with a look to the future. Now, I know as pre-meds, you're always looking to the future. Pre-med and post-bac students are really some of the most goal-oriented people I've ever met really focused on the ultimate goal of getting into med school. And I understand this because I was there too. And this look to the future is, of course, necessary because it fuels that drive needed to get from point A to point B. Also, it's not uncommon to focus on life beyond that too, on residency perhaps. Maybe you've given thought to the specific field of medicine you want to pursue. But I want to challenge you today to look even further. I'm talking about the you of 20 years from now. I know it seems really abstract, but I'll tell you, it moves fast. Let me ask you something. Um, Think back to your life just five years ago. That's not a long time. What were you like? What did you enjoy five years ago? What were your worldviews, your priorities? How did you have fun? And the most important question of all How did you change over the course of these last five years, becoming who you are today? Think about the experiences that you navigated over this time. What came into your life that changed you? Of course, there are fundamental elements of who you are that remain with you. But isn't it amazing how we evolve as we move from one chapter to the next? And this is only looking at a period of five years. The truth is, change is a constant in life. Now, I know it's not easy to predict the person you're going to be in 20 years' time, and that, of course, wouldn't be a fair expectation. But I mention this idea because as you navigate the road to becoming a physician, often we make decisions based on who we are right now, what we want now, what our priorities are now without necessarily taking into account or making space for the person who we may become. So to give you an idea of some considerations, I'll give you a few examples of things that became more important over the years, either to me as a physician or to many of my other physician colleagues and friends. These are things that perhaps we might not have thought about earlier on in our training. I know for me, Many of these things simply weren't discussed early on in my career. The first thing to consider is this idea of work-life balance. So what actually is work-life balance? It's basically how we choose to divide our energy, of which there is a finite amount, what we give to our professional undertakings, and what we dedicate to our personal lives. I remember being so focused on getting into med school And having a good understanding that the path to becoming a physician involves quite a bit of personal sacrifice, and this is especially true when you graduate med school and are in residency, 
Of course, there are regulations in place for trainees to limit how many hours a week you work and how many days in a row you work, but I will say, depending on the program and depending on the rotation, even with these rules in place, you'll likely be dedicating a greater percentage of your energy to your professional development at this stage of life. For example, it's true, you get what's called a post-call day after a 24-hour shift, meaning when you get home that morning, you technically have that day off. But in a practical sense, your tank is probably at zero after working for that long. And it's probably not likely that you're going to be able to fully invest in the life part of work-life balance on that particular day. I don't mean to paint a picture that you won't have any free time at all. That's not true. Maybe some rotations will be lighter than others. But I remember that when I finished my training, I found that it took a while for me to get myself out of this conditioned mindset that there simply isn't the bandwidth to dedicate to life outside of career. Of course, thankfully in time that changed, but what I realized is that within even the same field of medicine, there is great variability in terms of work-life balance that certain roles provide. This may be something to pay attention to. What do you want your life to look like when you finish training? How do you wish to divide that time? I think it's helpful as you move through your shadowing experiences to pay some attention to this, because this may very well factor into what you decide to pursue or what you choose to specialize in. If I'm being honest, I know this was definitely not something I thought about as a pre-med student. The point is, there's no right or wrong, but you just have to figure out what's best for you and your life. Do you want to work in private practice five to six days a week? Do you prefer something more regimented, like some ER attending schedules, where you may have a set start and end time over an eight or 12 hour shift? Do you think you may enjoy working as a locum tenens physician, taking temporary short-term jobs throughout the country where there's a need? There are so many ways to approach this. And I think that simply paying attention to what's out there is a reasonable start at this stage of your journey. Because the truth is, you don't know what kind of balance you may need years down the line. So keep an open mind and educate yourself about what opportunities exist. So work-life balance is one important feature of a career in medicine that I didn't really pay attention to until many years down the line. And the truth is, it's important to build good habits to the best of your ability right now to ensure that you have as healthy a balance in your life as you can. Now, let's move on. Something else that didn't cross my mind as a pre-med or a med student, or honestly, even as a resident in those earlier years, was the job market. You're investing all of this time and energy in a career in a particular medical field, but what is the job market like for your career of interest where you want to live? If you're flexible about your location, this might not matter as much. Now, certainly there are many medical fields in which job openings abound. However, there are certain specialties in which some geographic locations may be saturated and finding a job in that particular field may be very challenging. Now, of course, when you listeners are deciding on a field to pursue, the job market landscape at that time may be very different from what it is right now. 
I just mention this here because this concept is not something that's often on people's radar until, honestly, when the need to look for a job is on the horizon. So I include it here just as something to be mindful of. And this is not to discourage you to go into certain specialties, especially if that's your passion. I say it here just to be aware that doing so may require some flexibility and planning if it is something that you choose to pursue. The last aspect of a career as a physician that I personally found very important many years down the line is the commitment to lifelong learning that's such an important part of this job. I think I was aware to some extent that as a medical doctor, you never stop learning. But being able to put that into practice has been one of the most enjoyable parts of this career. Of course, there's an aspect that involves continued testing from a credentialing standpoint. But in general, there's a culture of staying up to date with the latest evidence to enable us to deliver the best possible care to our patients. Of course, there are structured activities like CME, which stands for Continuing Medical Education, and conferences, that kind of thing. But every patient you encounter provides a potential opportunity to expand your understanding of a disease process. It's not uncommon to look up the most recent literature when faced with a diagnostic dilemma or a unique clinical presentation. No matter how experienced you are, you never stop learning as a physician. As a pre-med, one of the things that may be fueling your current journey on the road to med school is your intellectual curiosity. There's a good chance that this will be alive and well for your future self too. And keeping that in mind as you move toward choosing a career is really important. Anyway, that just about wraps up our episode for today. To summarize, we spoke about considerations for a career as a physician that your future self may find important years down the line. Today, we spoke about being mindful of work-life balance, of the job market, and of the opportunity to embrace a career that values lifelong learning. Of course, we can't predict who we'll be in 20 years and how we'll choose to prioritize things in our life. But I mention all of these things today simply just as a heads up to be mindful of this stuff as you move along your journey. There's so much that factors into what careers we choose and what we decide to specialize in. Some of the things we discussed today are not often spoken about in early stages, so I'm glad to bring them to your attention. Regardless of what career you pick or what specialty you choose, that decision may not just involve the you of today, but also the you of tomorrow. And remember, the future is bright. A career in medicine as a physician is incredibly fulfilling. Enjoy the process of getting to know it and being mindful of how to incorporate it into the life that you want for yourself. We'll be back again next week with another installment of the Aspire Pre-Med podcast. As an additional announcement before we go, I mentioned a little while back that if you're navigating the pre-med journey and you're looking for some form of one-on-one -on -one support, whether it's for something specific like fine-tuning your personal statement or something general like deciding whether a career as a physician may be a good fit for you, there could be a real benefit to a one-on-one -on -one session focused on your individual path. If that's something you're interested in learning more about and you want to book a free consultation to see if this could be something that empowers you, 
reach out via email at aspirepremed at gmail.com, A-S-P-I-R-E-P-R-E-M-E-D at gmail.com. And if you're interested in free content, be sure to check us out on Instagram at aspire.premed.podcast. Until next time, hope you all have an amazing week.